Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Curtelli, and with me, as always, my co-host, Luca Moya. How you doing today, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Uh, hopefully this episode goes more smoothly. So, uh, we were talking about it off camera. It took a while to post that one on YouTube, not going to lie. Mm. So I hope this one goes smooth. But if you guys haven't checked that one out, it was a really fun episode, NBA All-Star Weekend Reaction. Today we got something a little bit different. And Lucas told me that we're going to be looking back at some of our predictions for the NHL. Just want to put this out there before we go. I don't know what I forgot, honestly, what my predictions are. Um, but I suck at predictions. Let's yeah. just call that out there. Just, I just want to lay that all on the line right now that when it comes to NHL predictions, I usually do not hit mm-hmm. very – like I'm just not good at them. I just for whatever reason, uh, other than just picking Tampa every year, <laughs> really, I, I can't get the underdog. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be fun. It is. And I just wanted to state, uh, put this on the record that we are the podcast of second chances. We <laughs> we made some mistakes at the start of this year. Oh, teams we thought were going to do well, teams we thought we were going to yeah. do bad. And uh, listening to it today, and I was just laughing and, and cringing almost at the teams that we picked for some of the, the spots in the divisions. And we're going to correct them here today. I think that's what we have to do. So obviously we have to start with the Toronto Maple Leafs Saturday yeah, okay. night, 10, seven game. They won the game. Thank God against the Detroit Red Wings. I turned that game off in the second period. You know, I'm like, it's seven two. I don't need to watch like the lonely Detroit Red Wings at the bottom of the Atlantic division. I don't need to watch this game. It's seven, two. I know even, even knowing the Leafs and their comeback, letting teams come back into games and that whole history. I'm like, you know what? They have it. So I'm turning on Netflix. I'm looking for a movie. And all I hear upstairs is my dad. They scored again. They scored Lucas. It's seven, six. I'm like, holy crap. I have to get, I got to turn it back on and watch this Marner. Scores another goal, bunting, makes an unbelievable play. And that line was just cooking all night. 15 points combined uh, between the Marner, four goals, two assists. Bunting had, I think he had four assists and a goal in that game. Uh, Matthews had a goal as well and a couple of assists. Luca, my question to you is, you have some experience with your team, the Boston Bruins, with that line of Pashnak, Bergeron, and Marshawn being one of the best lines in hockey at a certain point in time. At this point in time, do you think that the Matthews Bunting Marner line is the best line in hockey today? No, probably not. Um, I think they're top, maybe top five, but I wouldn't put them number one. I mean, there's still other lines that I would uh, like over them, to be honest. I think the Florida line is an amazing line. The Boston line, when they're running, they're, they're going. Colorado's top line is very good. Tampa's top line, very good. So even Pittsburgh, too. Uh, just because of 87, like it's always running. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because I feel like this debate happens every year. Like what's the best line in hockey? And, you know, for certain stretches of the season, you know, you could say the Matthews line is the best. But then, you know, three weeks later, you could say it's the Boston line again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Colorado line. Maybe at the time, like right now, the way they're playing, um, you could definitely make a case for it. But overall, I wouldn't put them – as the best maybe you know three um definitely top five okay um you could make a case for for top three i just i don't know if i'd put them number one yet i want to see what they can do in the playoffs to be honest with you because yeah they're great in the regular season they're phenomenal Mm -hmm. but when it comes to playoff time 
you know, when you got to play a team, you know, seven times, let's just say in two weeks, um, are they able to adjust to the other team's adjustments to them? And so that's what I'm looking forward to. We've seen Boston's line do it. Uh, Colorado, you know, they usually do their thing. Florida, we're going to see this year. Tampa's won a couple cups. So those guys are more proven, um, but I'm waiting to see if this line can translate to the playoffs because right now, yeah, like they're playing one of the best uh, lines in the NHL, if not the best, but I wouldn't put them number one right now. See, right now, I I have to disagree. I think right now, and yeah, you want to say my bias as a Leaf fan, but right now, and I say in the month of February that they're the best line in hockey. Bunting is leading is leading all rookies in points and goals. Um, Mitch Marner just got off a, a ten goal a ten goal streak. Uh, Matthews is the first star of the week this week, and he is uh, leading the Rocket Richard Chase with thirty six goals. I just think this line, like and. We were making the comparisons with Bunting and Hyman. I think this line's even better with Michael Bunting on that line because he just makes more plays. Uh, I don't want to say make more plays. I just think like Hyman's style of play was dump and chase, grind it out in the corners and get Matthews at slash Marner the puck. I think giving putting Bunting on that line, he has the ability to more carry the puck into the zone, make a play. Like you saw in the in the Detroit game, how he made that backhand draw pass on the breakaway, like Marner-esque play. Those types of plays that Bunting has really done all season and why he's re- leading all rookies and goals this season. Yeah, he plays with Matthews and Marner. But I just think right now, the month of February, they have been lights out and are really carrying this Leafs team. They're struggling on the defensive end. The second line with Tavares, Kerfoot, and, and Nylander have been struggling. Yes, Nylander scores here and there. But Tavares is, I think he's on an 11 game goal a streak. And having your captain like that, it's no good for the least because, yeah, you have your top line, but you need that second line going because that's the edge you have over teams that you can go at them with these two power lines and they are not keeping up. But it seems like every night, and the other team's second line is better than the Leafs' second line. So, Moving on to the trade deadline, it's it's in a month now since March 1st is tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday. Um, do you see the Leafs picking up another defenseman or another forward trying to bolster or really wake up that second line of the Leafs? I heard they're in talks for JT Miller. Yeah, I think I that, that would too. be Claude Giroux, but he's been tied to Colorado. But yeah, I think that would make maybe more sense for Giroux to go to Colorado, right? They're the best team in the league mm-hmm. right now. So uh, go out with a cup, I guess, uh, before you get to pick your own team in the offseason. I heard they're looking at Klingberg as well. That could be an interesting option now that Muzzin's out long-term. I think they have the cap space. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to obviously offload players in the deal and whatever deal that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think JT Miller, I think the priority, if I'm looking at it, it'd probably be Klingberg. Like That's the guy I would probably go for. Not to say that you know this player is better than that player, just you know what the Leafs need like man like yeah they scored 10 goals okay they only won by three yeah they're still giving up seven freaking goals (laughs) like any like that is just not yes they won but you don't want to win every game like that like that's not going to happen you let in seven goals and you still win Mm -hmm. so clearly some defensive adjustments have to be made Uh, I think Klingberg is good he's a right shot you know right-handed shot on, on the back end He's shown in Dallas that he can be a nice, you know, player on the power play. He can he can carry the puck into the zone. I feel like he's more of an offensive kind of guy. He, he you know he's good on the back end, but maybe the Leafs might want to go for someone who's a bit more, you know, a veteran, a bit more like shut down. 
But mm-hmm. if you if you have a chance at Klingberg, like that's just a guy you don't say no to. And if they can swing a deal and maybe you know offload a guy like I don't know, maybe just throwing names around like Dermot, or if they have to throw Lilligren into a deal, would the Leafs do that? Maybe for a guy like that, if they can fit him into the cap situation, because I think he would really help their back end with you know Hall doesn't have to play second line minutes anymore, right? Like you can drop him down to the third line. And maybe that'll help uh, yeah. him because he's not had a really good year. Let's just be honest. I mean, last year was kind of an mm-hmm. anomaly. And he's kind of going back to the Justin Hall that a lot of people thought this is his ceiling. So for me, it would be Klingberg or any right-handed shot defenseman. Yeah, I think that all depends on, like, if they're going to make a big move for a JT Miller or a Klingberg, it all depends on what Jake Muzzin and his condition has, yeah, exactly. whether they're going to keep him on LITR uh, for two months before the playoffs, and then you're going to bring him back who – he really hasn't had a great season so far and to throw him back in a playoff game and ask him to adjust to that speed, to that physicality, I think is going to be really tough. So I think it has a conversation needs to be had with Kyle Dubas and Jake Muzzin to see if that is doable to bring in a high profile guy, if they can't. And I know, I don't know a lot of the names out there right now, like besides the big ones, but I'd be happy with another like shutdown D like a Labushkin, like a lower end guy, 975, 1 million type of defenseman where you can, yeah, you may have to give up a draft pick or you have to give up a Dermot and a, and a Lilligren to get this guy, but you have Rasmus Sandin. I think he is going to be your third pair kind of defenseman with Labushkin. But if you can add a second guy on that second pair to play with either Muzzin or Hall, I think that would be, pretty well pretty good for them but also I think they need a forward as well I think they got to look at that forward line to have to just wake up that second line of Tavares and Nylander because Kerfoot is not getting the job done I know they've thrown Kasha on that line here and there but I don't like them splitting up camp at Kasha and I think uh Eli Mikheyev is now slotted in on that line I just think that line is such a great checking line for them and they really shut down the top the top line of the other team so I like how that thing is going and I just don't want him moving up to the second line just to add a boost uh for them so a forward and a defenseman for me and I'm okay if it's on the lower end variety because you can only do so much uh right now with that flat cap so no, for sure I mean you can't expect him to go and get Giroux yeah or you know one of these big names it's mm-hmm. very hard and if you want to get JT Miller you know you're definitely going to have to give up definitely a first uh yeah. definitely another you know higher pick some like, would you be involved. like, would you be okay? Would you be okay if um, Robertson is in that deal? Like, I had this conversation with with you could probably guess who we were we were going back and forth on Friday yeah, night. Yeah. So, yeah. and he's like, "Why would you give up the future?" I'm like, "Well, you're trying to win a Stanley Cup, and I know Nick Robertson. Maybe it takes a a little longer for guys to 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 blossom and to get their feet under him and be a strong NHL player, like." I know this guy wants to play in the NHL. Like that's his goal. He needs to get to the NHL and he wants to score in the NHL. But if you're trying to win a cup now and you have a window with Matthews contract ending in two years and Marner and Tavares and Nylander, and you have all these guys, why wouldn't you give up like one of your top prospects to bring in a high level defenseman or another guy who's going to help you out in a playoff run where Nick Robertson may not even play, or he's going to play for the Marlies during that final stretch of the season. I think he's a great player. I just yeah, can't stay totally. healthy. Yeah, he can't stay healthy too. And like, how long are you going to wait for him? And the Leafs have a lot of guys like like him, similar mm-hmm. to him. They have that skill. Yeah. So if they were to get JT Miller, like, you know, he's locked up for, I think, another year after this or two years. Mm-hmm. I, I don't quote me, but he, he's locked up after this year. So if you have to give up like a first 
um, maybe like a like a third Robertson and a D. Maybe you do it. You might just do it because seriously, if you get JT Miller with the top six, I know everybody's like, oh my God, like, okay, like they have the scoring, like they need the defense, like they need the back end help. But you get a guy like JT Miller, like for another year and a half or whatever, mm-hmm. it may be two years. I don't think you can really go wrong. Like what, he's a point per game player right now. Yeah. Those guys just don't come available every day. No. And you're giving away a first, okay? You give away a first for Felino, so clearly it's going to be a late pick anyways, probably. So they're okay with giving away a first. Dermot or Lilligren, okay, you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to give to get. And Robertson, who's a nice piece, yes, but they have skill. And and I'm not saying Robertson's, um, you know, not one of a kind. It's just like you, know, you can find a player like that. You know, yeah. like those guys aren't that – like, yes, they're hard to find, but, like, he's a smaller guy, skilled guy – he hasn't done anything to show to you that he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. So getting rid of him to get a guy who's proven point per game player, 82 points in a season, the NHL season, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Leafs would do it if it's on the board. Exactly. I, I think, I think nothing is off limits. Everybody has a price. We've talked about this. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. tell me that the Oilers wouldn't move McDavid if they were offered, you know, Matthew. Offered, first, yeah, exactly. Or let's just say they would Everybody, do it. it. Everybody has a price. And I just think the Leafs, like, they got to look into every single option right now based on their cap and based on where they are as a franchise uh, to try to win this cup or even a playoff series <laughs> to, to get to get through a playoff series. Because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of questions uh, to be answered in the offseason. Another question I want to ask you as we wrap up this Leafs topic, Jack Campbell, Peter Morazic, they haven't really had the strongest outings uh, post-All-Star break. Uh, a little bit with Jack Campbell going into the all-star break. You worried about them with this final stretch of the season? Like I'm a little worried, Uh, but I just think like Jack Campbell, he's in this, he's in his own head. And I know like he's had a couple bad starts. He got pulled in Detroit, but like if he finds it again, he, at the start of the season, he had a 940 save like that. you, You can't fluke a 940 save, especially with this Leafs and the way they play defensive. I know they played way better defensively this year, but you can't fluke a 940 save percentage and a Vesna trophy candidate at the start of the year. I know he's fallen off that, but if he finds it again, I think the Leafs are going to be rolling. I feel like every year it's the Leafs will go as far as the goalie takes them. And Campbell, we were talking about again in the room now, again, another stupid prediction from us. And, you know, I was right to wait it out. And Mm -hmm. I told you that, you know, my friends were saying like, you know, Jack's not the guy. They're not convinced. They're not sold. Yeah. You can see the skepticism now, like with the outing, like, yeah, he had a great start. But like, again, this is a guy who's probably going to play 55 games, 60 games, let's just say, right? Can he do it for 60 games? Clearly he couldn't. Now, not to say he can't snap out of it in time for the playoffs. But one thing I've always noticed with him, and this isn't a knock on him. There's two things. One, I feel like he sprawls a little bit. Like, I feel like he's always on the floor sprawling and like, and I'm like, okay, like you makes you nervous a little yeah. bit. So it's kind of like a Tim Thomas esque kind of, you know, road hockey style where I'm like, man, like sometimes I'm like, where is he? You know? And his equipment is so small. It looks like that. Eh? I've had a it's conversation so small. too. I don't understand. Like you look at Vasilevsky, like, this guy yeah, takes but, up the entire but neck. Vasilevsky's okay. six foot four, and he's That's a fine. big dude. He's not but like still, even but ben this Bishop's. guy's equipment, like there's so much net to shoot at. That's why mm-hmm. I was stunned. I'm like, how the hell is this guy 
nine, 94%, you know, save percentage. Yeah. How with this? So he's clearly doing something right. But then I'm looking at, him, I'm like, I, when, we, when I go to leaf games, I, we, since we, you know, we're, we're such big sports fans, we look at the little things. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at him in warm up and I'm like, man, there's so much net to shoot at. Yeah. Like so much to shoot at. Then you look at the other side and you're like, there's Where are nothing. they going to score? Where are they going to score? There's nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that's not a knock on him. It's his equipment. It's whatever it makes him feel comfortable. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's in the NHL. He's in the show. But still, that's just something that I see. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, maybe if he had a little bit bigger equipment, it might help him a little bit. But who am I to say? You know what I mean? It's just something that I, mm-hmm. I notice. I just think he looks like Cujo. Like when Cujo played with the Leafs, like he, yeah. just the way he played, like sprawling all over the place, making highlight yeah. real saves, like and he and the stature too, like like you said, mm-hmm. like really skinny in the net. Like his chest protector is not that big. His pads look like road hockey pads. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> like you're playing it on the street. So hey, a nine forty save, he's got it done. He can do hey, it if again. It works. It works. And yeah. and right now for the Leafs, like Peter Mrazek played tonight. If you're Sheldon Keefe, ride the hot hand make sure you find a guy like if Peter Morazic starts playing well and starts picking up wins for the team, you ride them. Don't, mm-hmm. I don't care what Jack Campbell was, was giving you. This team needs to win and this team needs wins because they're only three points out of the Atlantic division. They're only three points behind Florida for first in the Atlantic division. That's why I, I was laughing with my brother today. I'm like, I'm listening to the radio and all they're doing is just criticizing the Leafs defense and they need a forward like we just did. And their goaltending has been bad. Luca, they're three points back first place in the Atlantic. They're a great team uh, this season. So Sixth in the league with a couple games in hand on some of the so, teams. Exactly. Let's so. get into this Atlantic division. Let's do our redo picks oh, <laughs> for Christ. this league. Uh, as we're just a little over halfway uh, through the NHL season. Luca, the Atlantic division wasn't too bad for us. It wasn't too bad. You had Florida, Tampa, Boston with Leafs in the wild card. Okay. And I, hey. and I had Tampa, Florida, Boston with Leafs in the wild card. So a little flip flop there. It's not bad. That that's the best it's gonna get. That's people. the best it's gonna get. Because that's why we're starting off strong. We both have Atlantic Division Atlantic exactly. Division team, so we're more in depth with that. So oh, we, I think that was was our best one. Uh, going towards the end of the season, this is your last time to correct yourself, Luca. Are you sticking with your prediction? Um, no, I will do. I'll do floor. I'll do exactly how the standings are right now. Florida, Florida, Tampa, Tampa, Toronto. Toronto. Okay. And Boston in the wild card. Now, did it did it specify what wild card position I? Uh, we no, had? just a, just a wild, the wild card, card spot. Okay. A wild card spot. So that's what I'll do. I'll keep it exactly how it is right now. I think okay. that's how it's going to end up. So for me, this is the. I'm going to give you two scenarios. This is my Leafs fan scenario, where the Leafs come in first in the Atlantic, and then Tampa and Florida play each other in the first round of the playoffs, and one of them get taken out, so the Leafs can. Uh, and then you have to play Boston. And then we one, play maybe? Boston with a home <laughs> with home ice advantage. If we the ever Le- have to go I to a game seven, like for the Leafs to win a playoff round, they just have to beat Boston. They it's have just to. written. It's written. You can't write it perfect. Like you can't write it any better. But I just think if they come in first and Boston comes in the first wild card. And the Leafs get game seven at home. It's a whole different ball game than the three times that they had to go into Boston in game seven. Those teams whole, argue whole they were game. way better than the Leafs uh, were at the time. Like they were way better Two, One of them went to the Stanley cup final that year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 
I just need the game seven in Toronto, and then the demons will be slayed, and we will. If move they on lose the game five. seven in Toronto, wrap it. Then, then wrap I don't know up. what to do. Then it's <laughs> just Matthew. wrap it up. We're shipping everybody out. Martin and Matthews are yeah. staying. Everybody, Kyle Dubas, wow. Sheldon Keefe, Tavares, Nylander, You're done. Lucas Cortellian. Lucas Cortelli and Luca Moya is behind the bench. That's what we're doing. So this is where it gets a little iffy, especially for me. In the Metro Division, Islanders. You had them number one? Number one. Jesus Christ. Capitals in second. (laughs) Okay. In Carolina with Philly in the wild card. And I specifically said, I, I listened to all the predictions, I didn't like the Rangers this season. I didn't think they had the tools, especially with goaltending. Oh, that's Christ. what I said. Yeah, that's and I'm not, listening to uh... this. I'm like, you are the biggest idiot in the world because Carolina shot up to first. The Islanders are dead last in that division with their team just in shambles. Barzell just left the game last night with injury. Philly is in shambles as well. Injuries galore. They're going to trade their captain this season. So Carolina's in first right now. And then I'm pretty sure it is Pittsburgh and then the Rangers. Is what I would what I would yeah, it's Carolina, for. Pittsburgh, New York, right. Washington, wild card. So that and Washington in the wild card. You had Carolina first, the Caps second, and you switched your picks midway through. You had the Islanders third, but then you switched to the Pens with the Islanders in the wild card spot. Hey, so, you know so what? Pretty, that's the pretty good New for York you. Team. The wrong New York team. The wrong New York team. And so, you know what? I jinxed them. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome for everybody who hates the Islanders. This is what I do. I jinx teams and they fall. Mm-hmm. So you are welcome. I'm very happy with those. Hey, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You're 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 two, you're two for four on, on right now. We got to get into the okay. Western Conference, that's okay. and that's West. where both this of us is... take the take the deal. Yeah, I, I can uh, just imagine. Okay, so let's go with the this metro Stars. this metro division, I think it's staying the same. I think Carolina is yeah. is the best team in this division. I think the Rangers they're on a little bit of a slide right now, and I want to apologize, Igor Shostakin. Vesna probably going to win the Vesna this year. Mm-hmm. And I said that their goalies were a little iffy. So I have to apologize for that. Chris Kreider yeah. is uh, in the Rocket Richard chase. They're having a great season. I just think Pittsburgh and the Rangers are going to flip flop. So Carolina Rangers, Pittsburgh with Washington making the wild card spot there. Yeah. I, I think the East is going to say the exact same. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I, I think. The Pittsburgh West is there. really wide open. Okay, start so with the get, Central. Let's see. How, I know central. for sure. If I didn't, I'm getting off this podcast. I know for sure I've been so high on Colorado the last three years. No, you're, not, we're, we're both good on that. We both okay. hit. So Thank our you. picks for the Central Division, both of us had Colorado winning. Okay. I think is going to happen. Both of us had the Jets coming in second. <laughs> and then oh, for me, no. I, put, I, was, I gave the hot take of the Blackhawks. Coming in third place with they added Seth Jones, they added Mark Andre Fleury, John uh, Jonathan Taves is coming back. They have a young team. Um, Patrick Kane is to bring it. He's having a great season. Just the team uh, really isn't. So Blackhawks uh, for the third spot, and then you said the Dallas Stars in three. Uh, hey, in you know three. what? Listen, they're in a wild card spot. So I'm no, there. they're in fi- they're in fifth. Right? Are they in the wild card? Yeah, they're in a wild card spot right now. Oh, perfect. So, Look at you. So you you did pretty well. I'll, I'll have to see. So in a wild card might, spot. I'm a, I, depending on what happens in the Pacific, I might retract my statement I said at the mm-hmm. start of the show. You made it seem like I had the Kraken, you know, at oh. first. Oh. 
Don't even get me started. We got to wait till the Pacific Central. Colorado's uh, going to take the yep. probably take the division. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Louis and Minnesota. I think uh, that's pretty much how it's going to end up. Maybe actually, I'm going to go. I'm going to put the hot take again since I already screwed it up. I'm going to say Nashville gets into that third spot and uh, the Blues slide down. So it will go Colorado, Minnesota, Nashville, and the Blues get the wild card. That's crazy because I was going to say the same thing. I say Minnesota passed to St. Louis and Nashville will sneak in. St. Louis is a good team, though. I mean, fuck. no, they are a good team. They have a lot of the, the guys from yeah. their Stanley Cup winning team. It's yeah, just like okay, okay. Gordon yeah. Bennington, Jordan Pennington hasn't played that well, but Billy Huso comes in as their Gordon Bennington played well for one playoff stretch and robbed me of a memory. That is it. Your team has gone to three Stanley Cup finals in the last decade and won one. Be happy, okay? Just be happy. Why? There's two failures in there. I know that there's two failures, but there's two unbelievable playoff runs that you got to enjoy and watch. You know, I always tell Lee fans that they're like, they're like, you know, like, oh, they're like, uh, you know, you should be happy. You get to see a team in the in the cup. And I and I and I tell this to them, and like, I'll say this to you again. Like, if I if if Boston goes to the finals and loses, and the Leafs lose in the first round, I'm in more pain. How can you say that I'm not in more pain? They've made it all the way. They're four games away and they lose. I'd, ra- I'd rather not make the playoffs at all. Just don't give me hope. I know, but you have a Stanley Cup ring the last decade. Like you've been there, yes, able to witness, yes. to witness okay. a Stanley Cup. The Leafs sure. haven't, Pat, like, haven't been sniffed a Stanley Cup final in 67 years. 60, but at least probably yeah, more, 71 years almost. But what do you think would hurt you more? Last year's loss to the Habs when that was probably your best chance because you knew you know everybody no. had to play in front of you? Or if they go to the finals and lose and lose in that series? I just think if we go to the game seven of the finals and lose, it's like it's uh, on game home seven. Ice? Oh, on home ice. That'd be even worse. Yeah, like, thanks, man. Going up 3-1 <laughs> against thanks, Montreal. Thanks. Going up against 3-1 against Montreal and yeah. losing in a game seven at home. Then in the first round. In the though, first man. round against the fourth-seeded team. That you've but that's what I'm bullied saying. all well, year. What do you think would hurt more? That first round last year? I, know I don't know. I only it. know what but, hurts but right now is that these first round exits true. are just stabbing me in the heart. But just imagine, it's stabbing you in the heart because you want to get to the final. Now imagine you end up getting to that final, knowing you're on home ice. I just think like, if the Leafs, it. this is what I'm going to say. If the Leafs get to the Stanley Cup final, they're going to win it. It's like the Capitals. Like They weren't losing that playoff series. Don't, don't do this to yourself, man. They're Don't gonna win do it. this to yourself. You see, this is the problem with you and Dallas Cowboys fans. You guys are already <laughs> setting the parade up. Don't do this, dude. To yourself. I have the parade route. It's just across my street here. I'll, I'll be, I'll be on the float. You'll see me on the float live from the L two Sports City podcast on on Toronto. No, no. There's a couple guys from Toronto, but nobody King City. King City is uh, Mario Ferraro place or San Jose. The San yeah, Jose. Yeah. And Alex Petrangelo yeah. went for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, speaking of those Vegas Golden Knights, let's move on to the Pacific Division. We had Vegas at the top. Edmonton. A lot of injuries. Just want to point that out there. Go on. So I had Edmonton and you had Edmonton second. I see. I don't even like Edmonton, man. I don't even know why he did that. No, yeah, because they picked up Hyman. They picked up Hyman. And, oh. and we were like, this team is unreal. And they were at the start of the season. We thought they were going to win the division because they were just beating everybody by five goals. And then they stopped scoring and their goaltending it just went in the toilet. I mean, you know what? To be fair, they are close. They're like, what, four points behind LA? Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, they're okay. still there. But and then yeah. I gave the hot take again, Seattle. Uh, making the run for the oh, third Jesus spot. Jesus Christ, dude. And, and I also said, I'm killing myself today. I thought said all the California teams are rebuilding, so they will have no shot at, at any of the top three spots in the division. And I didn't like the Calgary Flames. I got to reassess my, my career path. Maybe. What did I what did I have? <laughs> I, mine wasn't probably any better. So what You had Vegas, Edmonton, and Vancouver. <laughs> so. Who's as the it wild stand- card? No, we didn't say the wild card. We oh, just we didn't say the wild card. Three. So okay. as it stands right now, Damn. Calgary is, I would say, the best team in the NHL right now. They are Calgary? Flying. Calgary. Calgary and Florida. Or Colorado? I'd say Calgary and Colorado are tied for like probably Florida, Calgary, and um, Colorado are the top know. three teams in the league. Like I could, I could only say, streak. I could only see say Calgary will win this, could win the Stanley Cup this year. Florida's on a three game losing streak though. Okay, we're good, but their roster, their roster. Okay, is just... but yeah, but what about Colorado's roster? Didn't they lose like the first time in like two months, like a couple weeks? Yeah, ago? they had some streak going, but yeah. still, I think Calgary. Just the way their team is built, they have the coach, so, their goaltenders playing. Both goaltenders are playing outstanding, and they have one of the top lines in the NHL right now. We might as well just to Chuck and Lindholm. Yeah, we might as well just say it because you know we love doing predictions, even though we're always wrong. Right now, Calgary, Colorado, they meet. You're taking Calgary. That's a tough one. No, you're not. You don't have the conviction. I don't have the conviction, but I do see I could see them winning the cup, though. I really do. I mean, if someone knocks their goaltender is better. I don't know, man. I, like, if they meet Vegas, like Vegas can knock them out. They've been hurt. I just think they're like their captain's out now. Their like, goaltending is better than the Colorado's goaltending and Vegas's goaltending. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. And that's a big thing when it comes to the playoffs. Like Robin Leonard, oh, it's huge. he's played great, but he hasn't played. He's been injured this year and he hasn't really played great well. He was in the net. And Darcy Kemper, I know for a fact, like I have him on my fantasy team. I thought he was going to play well, for, traded a first round draft pick for him. But the Colorado, they win games 6 4, 7 4. Yeah, that's true. 6 5. You know what I mean? So th- those games are going to catch up to you in the playoffs when. If your offense is not going one night and your goaltender allows five goals, you're, it's just not a good recipe for a seven-game series. Um, I'm still taking Calgary at the top of this division. I think Vegas is going to leapfrog L.A. for the second spot. And then I will go with – I'll stick with L.A. in the three spot and Edmonton taking the wild card. Edmonton? It's a shame. I really like Anaheim. They're fun. They're a oh, great team to watch. I just don't think they have it's it just, this year. I mean, it's Zekers and Drysdale and Manson mm-hmm. and all them, right? So, uh, yeah, they, they might be a year away. Mm-hmm. I, and I think this year they've really, um, you know, shown the league that, hey, listen, you know, free agency comes, you know, come come play with us and yep. they can do something. But, yeah, I, unfortunately, I think they'll slip out. Vancouver's an interesting one if they can, you know, play at their full potential consistently. We'll see if they move JT Miller and what they get for him. Like, that's obviously a big, uh, mm-hmm. a big assessment, like, way to assess them. But, yeah, I'll go Calgary to, to go. I'll go Vegas, like you said. I don't know. I, honestly, I haven't watched much of L.A., so I can't really judge them. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, it would be 
unfair for me to come on here and say I don't think LA is a good team. I mean, clearly 53 games in, they've deserving to be a playoff team at this point, but and that division isn't really that great too. Like it's not after like, Calgary and Vegas, it's it's like a real toss up. Well, the East is a is a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Like the East, whoever comes out of the East, I say every year deserves to come out of the East. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter who you play. Yeah, okay, fine. You might not have to play Tampa or or you know, Carolina, let's just say this year. But you still got to play Pittsburgh, who's a proven team. You still got to play Boston, who's a proven team. Washington's a proven team. The Leafs can take guys deep, mm-hmm. not win a series, but they can push you to the limits, right? The Rangers are a young team. We've seen them not in the last couple of seasons, but we've seen you know that organization as a whole go deep into a playoff push. Yep. So it's a deep conference. Yeah. Freaking Montreal made the cup. Islanders were a sensation last year. Luckiest team in the league. We're seeing it this year, like I said, right? I, well, I told you, but they looked so good bath. last year. Like the way they, they played Tampa, like no, they, they looked so close. Like if they had, like they just needed the scoring, and, and they would beat Tampa because they were like neck and neck with them. But injuries and just the way their team was built this year, just yeah, didn't, sucks didn't to suck. Sorry. Right. So those are the predictions. Winnipeg, though, before we, before we move on, what the hell's happening with them? Injuries, man. Mark Shifley could be out. Out of, uh, yeah. I was hearing rumors that he might be headed to New York uh, in a trade. Maybe should have so, kept Line. A. I don't know. Line a was lighting it up. I think he had like a ten-game goal streak. Take this in in our pool. My buddy drops Line. A. Hasn't been. It wasn't playing any. Playing well. He didn't play at the start right? because drops of that family him. emergency, right? Yeah, he drops him, so he's on the waiver wire. The because they the, my two buddies were together. As soon as he dropped them, my other buddy Oakley picked him up goes on an 11 game goal 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 streak and we're just we're just laughing. It's a little bit of tampering there eh? you gotta hey, might have hey. to fix some rules in i this don't league. know man i don't know it's such a coveted league here oh no, it's, a, it's very prestigious on. league very prestigious yeah. league so those are uh redone uh division picks uh, hopefully uh they're a little bit better than at the start of the year and we'll uh probably get you uh a playoff episode to recap mm-hmm. everything that happened in the season before we end off here a couple of uh or a debate topic I wanted to throw Hold on, by before Luca. we before before you, you throw this at me, did we have Stanley Cup prediction? We or did like award prediction. We had we didn't do the award predictions. Okay. Um, but we did have the Stanley Cup, which oh, is. Jesus. Would you have Kraken versus the Leafs? No, I Colorado New York Islanders in my oh, Stanley uh, Cup final. Oh, well, you like that one? Who who would you have winning though? Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Okay, so you're you're. And you had okay. Colorado versus Tampa, and I think you had Tampa, didn't you? Maybe. I don't, dude. I don't remember. I just so, heard. I just heard it right. So to Colorado, Colorado and Tampa. So, you had it there. I mean, it's and close. It is close. Mine's way off, obviously. So, tough one. You jinxed them too. Well, well done. New one. New one. Oh, a new one. New one. Oh damn! Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! See if Vegas. I'm going Calgary. Ice. Calgary. And Florida. Wow. That's ambitious. Calgary and that Florida. Is ambitious. I'm going to go. Man, I want to say Pittsburgh because you know I always pick Pittsburgh. Watch this one year I don't pick them. It's, they're going to go and win. I'm going to say Carolina. Yeah, I just think they're, they're gross. They're and Freddie is playing on. Get Freddie a cup. Get him a, a cup. Bad, bad situation the last three years. Get him a <laughs> cup. Okay. 
And I want to say Vegas if they're healthy. I'm going to say this. If Vegas is fully healthy, I'll go with Vegas. If not, I'll go Colorado. Okay. And those are your predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Watch it be Colorado, Tampa. And I'm just going to be sitting here like, are you kidding me? That's what I do. You know that. I always go back. always always go back. And then we always. The debate topic. I heard this on the spotlight moment. Spotlight moment for you. I saw I heard this on the Spit and Chicklets podcast today. They they had two episodes on it where they discussed it. Tuca versus Tim Thomas. Oh with God. Tuca retiring, who was or who do you consider as the best Boston goaltender? Uh the better Boston goaltender with Tuka Raski pretty much leads all categories for Boston goaltending because he played there for 14 years. He has a cup, but as a backup, and that cup was from Tim Thomas. He only played eight seasons with Boston. He has a con smite. He was the MVP of that Stanley Cup final. And he's got two Vesnas, uh, Tatuka's one. So as a Boston fan, who do you have as the, the number one goaltender in Boston? Damn. When Tuka was on, man, Tuka was – he was good. Tim Thomas's positioning was probably the worst I've ever seen, but somehow it worked. But he got it done. Yeah. I'm going to say Tim Thomas just because growing up, he was like, it was crazy, but growing up, like he was my favorite player mm-hmm. on the Bruins. Like he was my favorite player. And when he left, I think for the Islanders, I think him and Boychuk left at the same time. No, he didn't go to the, didn't he go to Florida? Yeah, he, no, he went to the Islanders. I'm pretty sure he got traded because he took a year off. Yeah. No, I sure he came off. back and was with Florida. Oh, maybe he was. Yeah, you're right. He took the year off, and then oh, I he, went, it was the he went back to Florida. You know, he didn't make his NHL debut till he was 28. Yeah, he was a late bloomer. But still, Very Stanley Cup winner, Conn Smythe winner, and a two-time yeah. Bez in the trophy winner. I'm, I'm going to go Tim Thomas. Okay. Uh, just because he that, that, that one's just a close-to-the-heart pick. I, I, it might not be any reasoning behind it. I just, watching him growing up in that, that, that time, mm-hmm. He was my favorite. Yeah. Like he was, he was so, and he was fun to watch. Yes, it was dumb, but just some of this, remember that? And I hate to bring this up, seriously, but like, remember that time where he like literally soccer goalie dove across the crease against the Leafs in that overtime game off the face off? And I was like, what did I just witness? He was so fun to watch. And, and you got to give it to Tuka. I think Tuka was very hot and cold, and you could, Maybe, you know, say the case that Tuca had his very best and Tim Thomas had his very best. Tuca was better. Yeah. I'm just going to go Tim Thomas just because that's just, he was my favorite player growing up. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why you give me any other Boston goalie. Like, yeah, I'll take Tuca. Like, and, and it's hard to argue Tuca because like you said, all the categories in that franchise, but I'll take Tim Thomas. He, he brought me a cup. Mm-hmm. I just think Tim, a- I just think Tuca, like those two Boston teams, he went to the Stanley cup with, and and yeah. lost weren't as good as the team that won the cup that bought that to that tim thomas had in front of. i'm not taking anything away from tim yeah. thomas but every time like you said like every cracked. they were they were sick and every time like the leafs would play the bruins i would just like how do you score on this guy i would always feel nervous when they play him because i'm like no uh tim thomas oh tim thomas like yeah, every I time i even in like playing the game nhl i'm like you can't score on tim thomas yeah <laughs> I know. Like, because he had that, you remember he had like that short helmet? Like, it wasn't really he had, long. Wasn't it uh, the, the American Bill? 
I don't know. Like, wasn't no, it? No, I think he had, he had, he had like, it was like the, the stripes or something. I don't know. It was, That's short. What I it was literally like just his face. It was just his face. It wasn't the hel- like the player helmet, but it was a shorter mask. Yeah. Yeah. He's diving everywhere. And I just hated playing him because I'm like, the Leafs yeah. can't score on him. Like, we're not scoring on Tim Thomas today and not taking anything away from Tuka Rask. It's just like it, the team just couldn't get it done uh, with him in the net. And hey, he took his team and arguably was the best player in all, both of those Stanley Cup runs for that team, getting them there. Like, he Tuka played Rask, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, 2019, it was, he was, it was, he all was something else. 20, so. 20, what was it, 2015 when they made it? Mm-hmm. No, 20, no, no, it was, um, oh, Jesus. 2013. Against, no, no, oh, 20, yeah, 2013. 2013 against season. Chicago. And yeah, then 2019 against the David Krejci was a monster that playoff, mm-hmm. but, but Tuka was very good as well, so. I gotta go, my boy. I'm sorry. And you know Thomas. what? And and it's it's. It, do you ever just think back and say, "What the hell, man? Andrew Raycroft, are you serious?" Yep. Do you ever look back at that? Or is that something that haunts you every night? Dude, Tukarask is the best Leafs goal, like the best, like most wins by Leafs goaltender that never played for the Leafs. Like he was drafted by the Leafs, and he has yeah. the most wins in history by a drafted goalie by the Leafs. And it's never so played one game for them. The Leafs can't beat Boston, and yet all the dumb trades the Leafs have made have come in Boston's favor. In Boston's like, favor. The Kessel one. The Sagan okay. one. Turned into Sagan. Okay. Uh, Boston gave that away. Tukarask. Tukarask, right? Uh, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton. There you go. Oh my gosh! There's our number one defenseman for the future. There's your number one defenseman, your number one center, and your and your and your Vesna goalie right there. And now we're here, oh Michael Bunting. Michael Bunting, <laughs> that's Jack what yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay, but we have the Hart Trophy winner this year in Austin Matthews. So, you think? I think. Okay, make win. an award right now. Let's do it quickly before you go. Hart Austin Trophy. Matthews is going to win the Hart Trophy this year. You think he's going to score fifty goals? Probably get a hundred points. And he's going to win the Hart Trophy. I think a guy who I'm going to go completely off the board. So disrespected. Huberto. I know. He gets no credit. You know why? Because this is a regular season assists, award. Man. I know, I know, I know. But if Florida somehow gets the number one seed in the East. Yeah. I think it comes down to that. And you got to give it to their top point getter, you would think. Unless mm-hmm. you know, there's no one right now. Having a McDavid year, like 130 points, Kucherov, yeah. 100 and whatever, mm-hmm. running away with the league, where you just kind of okay, it's kind of a default. Like Matthews at 68, Huberto at 75, McDavid at 75, Drysdale at 74. So he's there. So if if Florida wins the East or finishes first, and they're the number one overall team in the league, they have a she has a shot. Yeah, Huberto, but I uh, I just think Toronto bias, like Toronto's one of the biggest well, markets in. In all, is, in all of hockey. Matthews has Matthews the most goals has, too, right? Has so. the most, if he wins the Rocket Richard with 50, oh, yeah. 55 goals and maybe gets over, like over 100 points carrying the Leafs hard. team in, in that stacked Atlantic division. Yeah, it's a regular season award. But if you can, if he can get to that second or first seed with him leading the charge, yeah, I think yeah. it's hard to argue. But I still like mm-hmm. Hubert. Even, even McDavid still has a shot at winning the hard trophy. Like he if always he pops off for the next two months. He, he could probably put up a hundred points. So mm-hmm. we saw him do it in the bubble. We saw him do it uh, with the 56 game season. So anything can happen in these two months, uh, two months ago, but Luca great episode, buddy. I've, I miss talking about it. I miss talking hockey. 
Yeah, I know. We haven't talked hockey have, in, what, in like, a long probably, time. So. Probably since that prediction. Since that prediction. <laughs> That's how long it's all been. Football. It's literally all been football. All football and, and then basketball. And you know what? You know what's saddening too? As we're, we're talking about sports here. This weekend was supposed to be the start of spring training. And Don't today is me. the today's the deadline for the whole CBA thing between the owners and the players. And I just don't think it's getting resolved. And I'm just so mad because after last year, the Blue Jay season, I'm so looking forward to this season. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was just actually I was listening to our podcast and I was just sitting there. I'm like, the freaking Jays just won one more damn game. One game. Probably, one game, Lucas. In May. I'm not I'm not gonna say they would have done all these things, but I'm in my head. I'm like, who the hell was going to beat them? Nobody playing that hot. They were hot, man. They were playing so well. You know, the Damn game, it. If they won that game. Do you remember when Simeon, it was yes. the top of the ninth ground ball to Simeon and he whiffs it. Guess who the Tigers? Yeah. The was Tigers, it the Tigers? And they ended up losing that game. But then you have the game where he hits the, the three run drag oh, against, against Oakland. Oakland. Oh, and it's just like those moments. And now he's but it's like, Texas. yeah, so you win some, you're not supposed to win. You lose some that you're not supposed to lose. But the game that pissed me off the most was the freaking Mats had Boston down and out in the last yeah. game. Of the and season. then Raphael Devers. And I'm watching that game. I'm like, I'm watching the game. I'm like, here we go. This is it. You get him out. It's a, it's a seventh inning. It's five, one wrap it up. Cause if we made the wild, if they made the wild card, we They're were winning. winning that game. Yeah. Home they or were. away. No, I they were winning. Won. And so. then and the Rays, you know, they, they tanked the last game. Yeah. <laughs> They don't want to play us. No, they didn't. Damn it, man. This oh. season, I just want the season to get started so we can watch some Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Bo Bichette just smacking balls all over the place. I'm going to miss Simeon. I really am going to miss, uh, like, having his bat in the lineup. But, like, these young guns is going to be something to watch. Uh, Luca, again, great episode, buddy. Thank you. you can You're tune so in. positive after I these love episodes. It. I love it. Love hockey. Ugh. Blue Jays, baby. That's it. I can't wait for that baseball uh, baseball episode. We'll bring a couple guys on and uh, we'll sure. get it done. Uh, you can listen to the L2 Sports Podcast on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We are also on YouTube. Make sure you look up L2 Sports Podcast. Make sure you put the podcast part in and you'll find Luca and I. We have two videos out right now, so check them out. We have the football Super Bowl one and the NBA All-Star game. And we'll put this hockey one up for you guys uh, coming up in the next couple of days. So check us out on all the on the podcast and on YouTube. For Luca Moore, I'm Lucas Catelli. I'll see you guys next week.